Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. Uh, welcome to the Hands Up Podcast. So uh, we're, we're all fired up tonight. Um, it is the eve of UFC 210. And uh, was there drama uh, at, at the Wayans or was there not drama at the Wayans? Uh it's uh, I don't know. I'm I'm at a loss for words, actually. I I I heard a buzz going around the internet. You know, I get tagged in in some some posts and stuff like that. And hey, what do you think about what happened at Wayans with Cormier? Uh, and I finally got to watch the video and all that stuff. And we're being bamboozled, man. It's ridiculous. We're fucking being bamboozled. This, I'm taking that from Billy D. Uh, I will give him credit. They're they're fucking trying to bamboozle us, and they what? did. Um, that was some bullshit. That was some bullshit, and and uh, and everybody knows it. Um, came in, weighed in at two oh six point two. One point two pounds over the limit for the title fight, and then. I believe somebody somebody timed it. It was two minutes and twenty four seconds that he came back one point two pounds less. Exactly on the mark, luckily, for the uh the title fight. It just naked both times. Towel both both times. It's preposterous. It it is. It is. And I just I was I was I was dropping a one pound deuce, you know, it wasn't even one point two. Like I like to step on the scale before and after, you know, just on every one of them. I'm just joking. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he's not. But I'm not. <laughs> and I was reading. Uh and I was reading what the, the, the head of the uh New York Athletic Commission had to say about it and they said that for title fights, the New York Commission gives the competitors in a title fight and the extra two hours. And I had never heard that. Now, granted, I had never heard the five pound difference rule in New York and all that stuff. And it sucks being in the dark with these things. Sure. would be nice to see where it was written down, you know, that, uh, that they get the extra two hours. And and I understand if they get an extra two hours, but you were not allowed to step on the scale twice. Correct. Yeah. So even if you weighed in super, super early, you still had two more hours. Mm-hmm. If you were high, they would not let you yeah. weigh in again. Yeah. So so the championship match gets an extra two hours, but yeah. he also gets to weigh in twice. Isn't that kind of two separate issues? It is. It's it's weird. <laughs> it's really weird because it was, all right, well, you know, the, they're changing the weigh-in rules. Okay, so we're weighing in, you know, 9 to 11. All right, well, you know, I mean, at least if you miss weight, you get, you know, you get to weigh in again. Because my my whole problem with the, the earlier weigh-ins is that you have to, in order to have the same amount of time to cut weight that day, you have to wake up a lot earlier. So you got to wake up at, you know, if you're going to have a tough cut, and you know you're going to have a tough cut, you got to wake up at 5 a.m. 
in order to make weight. Um, but then they're like, oh yeah, well you don't get the you don't get the two hours. If you step on the official scale, there's a scale in the back, the unofficial scale. You step on there, and you're 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 not on. You don't go on the official scale. So. That's so why it. did he go on the official scale if he? Because he was out of time. He was out of time. Like he had no other option. Because he had the two hours. So yeah, oh, well, he obviously didn't know about the two hours then. He uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, he got the two hours, didn't he? I don't know. The time he stepped on no. the scale. No, it was the first o'clock. time he had another two hours. Yeah. But he so, only took two minutes. So yeah. what? Yeah. What? Pro- suspect. Probably yes, what happened is that he stepped on. Was like, yeah. Well, I knew I wasn't making weight. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, you get two hours because we can't drop the, the main event. <laughs> yeah. So so then he's like, okay, well, I don't feel like, wait, you know, waiting around. So then, oh, yeah, hold the towel extra tight. Yeah. Hold the towel tight. And uh, prop you up on the towel. Yeah, and he dropped hey guys, up on a little bit. guys, how come your faces are turning red? Yeah. Because <laughs> you're holding me up. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's just basic science. So, Nobody, yeah, so no. a naked man – to drop 1.4 pounds, it Two, was? 1.2. So after this happened, I was feeding the kids. I was doing stuff, and I had to pee. So I held it for a pretty good <laughs> amount of time, and then I had to shower. So I jumped on the scale, ass naked. I weighed 175.4. I took a full piss, and I weighed 175.2, and I had a piss that I held. It was an awesome, like, super hydrated piss. Right. So this is a man that dehydrated himself. And still took a one point two pound piss. There's no yeah. fucking no. way. It's a well, you, that's, that's a twenty ounce. A deuce, that's too. twenty ounce. I can't you believe. Taken it, but no, it I can't take a two minute shit. Like you had said, <laughs> all he had to do was hang his hand on the towel. Yeah, that if dude's got one pound. On he's got one pound. There's a pound. Yes, because easily. my hand is on the towel, and I'm resting it on the towel. So my hand is out isn't of the equation. <laughs> yes, yeah. because it's being held up by the towel. So he. By putting his two hands on the towel, you easily good. made it. Exactly. How is that allowed? How is nobody like, hey, get your hand off the towel? Well, because it's a championship <laughs> fight. <laughs> and they were told, it let it slide. They, Whatever it takes. Well, well, we've, we've, we've been there. We've done that shit. Right. It, he hopped on the scale. Nobody noticed while it was happening. And then he started drinking and eating. And then it's like, well, he, obviously he's not going to make weight now. I mean, he just drank. I mean, who? Cormier? Yeah. Oh. So if he sucks down a uh, a bottle of Pedialyte or something like that, well, obviously he's overweight. So, uh, yeah, that's no, that's New York mission for you. That's, that's New York. Had, they had somebody Tiago weighed in with somebody's feet on a scale on a video for Jim, right? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> hey, we got him standing on a scale. Yeah. Look at those feet. Look at the weight. Uh, here, here's his way. I think the reason that it went so quick too. Somebody said something. He went in the back and he was like, "Fuck this! I'm not making it." And somebody yeah. said, "Hop Hang back on. on. You know, we'll put yeah. the towel out in front." Because if they said you have two hours, why did he come back in two minutes? It, the, the whole thing doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't, doesn't make sense. sense. It's just buying their way in. What you call doesn't want to lose the money. No, New uh, York made a fucking ton of money on yeah. fucking. I mean, this won't make as much as Madison Square Garden did. It's a big, it's a big fight, though. Yeah. <coughs> and Johnson wants to fight. I guarantee you somebody said something to Johnson. He's not complaining. He waited no, in 203. It's, it's, it's a title fight. Yeah, if it's yeah. not a title fight, if Cormier comes in at 
206.2. Johnson doesn't get his title fight bonus. He doesn't get, if he wins, he doesn't get a bonus for winning the title. Uh, it's just a, it's a non-title bout then. So then he gets what he was contracted to make. The whole thing that, uh, what's his face? Um, oh, shit. <laughs> um, Anderson Silva? No. What's his name? Oh, Kukui. Uh, with Khabib's fight. Right. Why am I why am I drawing a blank on his name? Who? I have had too yeah, Ellie? I've had I've had too many beers. <laughs> <laughs> uh yes, Ferguson. You know, um like you get you get the bonus for that was supposed to be an in, interim title fight, so he's getting a bonus to fight in an interim fight, title fight. Since it wasn't a title fight, you get you don't get the same amount of money. Like I so, didn't realize that that changed. Yeah, so obviously Johnson wants it to be a title fight. Like he doesn't care, whatever, man. But he probably, he probably told him, "Hang, hang your hands on the yeah. towel." <laughs> hey, you know what I used to do in wrestling? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're talking about like, I mean, holy shit, he wins the title. It's a lot of he's he's making a fuckload more money. But he can't say shit now. If he was going to complain no, about it, yeah. he had to complain well, ahead of time. Of course he can say no, shit. No, win or lose, of course he you can made say your shit. decision. No, 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 and no. You didn't. No. Uh, he I should he be it. able to. No. Should he be able to? No, he shouldn't be able to. Would Johnson? I don't think that he would. No, he doesn't I seem I don't like think that he would. There are a shitload of guys that would, that would play that. And If you're going to play it, play it from the beginning. Yeah, and, uh, but I don't, I, I do not think that Anthony Johnson would, would do that and, and then complain about it. But it's definitely, <laughs> it's fucking wild, man. It's ridiculous, man. <laughs> I can understand, too, if this was like a local show and nobody really knew what was going on. This is the UFC. How are you not fully aware of the New York State Athletic Commission rules? Isn't there somebody? They need them. Yeah. There's somebody should have that <laughs> as their job. As need it needs to be written down. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <sighs> it's embarrassing so at this So that level. has to be – this has to be the Cormier rule. And it was a Jim Miller rule when you said, hey, Jim, you got to gain five pounds so you can – fight well because they didn't no. say that they didn't they didn't tell well Cerrone no in before his way in. he weighed in first doesn't it but they didn't tell well yeah Castle. they didn't they didn't so they made that up on <laughs> no. the way because no no no, no. We can't lose another fight let's make up a rule so yeah so it wouldn't be my you gotta rule. be within five pounds it w- well it's a jim miller rule no no i just i just playing favorite stuff uh <laughs> why wouldn't oh this is the rumble rule yeah <laughs> Um, crazy, but I do think that Johnson weighed in at two hundred three. He looked good. He looked happy. I think Johnson wins this I, fight. And man, I, I hope he really, kicks really his ass. Uh, you know, <coughs> I'm almost afraid to declare my my uh, call you should. for him pick, because pick I always Cormier, go, yeah, Cormier is going to come in with the experience. He's the yeah. bigger man. <laughs> he's going to whoop his ass. Well, he ain't going to be bigger. No, I know. Oh, he's, he's only like five ten. Yeah, but I mean, even if he now he eats and gains weight, if he does get up to Rumble, will be two twenty <laughs> more. Two twenty two. Rumble fought at seventies, correct? Yes. Right. How and is Cormier that possible? Cormier will be two twenty two, but a pudge. Yeah. So he isn't going to yeah, be bigger listen, than Rumble. Listen, he's still. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's got fought, that. He's got that friggin' he's fought wrestler at, strength. Yes, he's fought he, at heavyweight. He's not. He has a unique. Strength to him, he does. That does well, the way that he's the way that he's picked guys well, up. He and gets like, his, 
Yeah. He gets his hip and his body. Yeah, he's got a very low tight. center of gravity. And he, he that's why he everybody <coughs> that he fights gets airborne. I mean, you know, he just jacks guys up. <laughs> um but yeah, no, I after what happened today, I <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> let's go Anthony. Yeah, let's go Anthony. Now the the woman's fight is off. No, 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 no. Hey, on. hey, don't don't you go listening to the websites and 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 the kooks out there, Dad. The kooks said the that kooks. because she had breast implants, it was off? It, well, it was temporarily off. <laughs> it, it was, right? <laughs> yeah. Because one popped? No. No, because they weren't. Potential for one to yeah, pop? Yeah. They, apparently, they weren't going to let her fight. The commission was uh, trying to put a, a hold on the fight because of her implants. How the hell is Misha fight? She hasn't fought in New York. It's New York. No. Listen. I fought in New York twice. I don't know if I want to fight in New York again. <laughs> uh, well, they let you fight with ball implants. I don't have implants. They're just naturally engorged. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so apparently the, the commission didn't want the fight to happen. and It's really crazy because it's like, New York is a very, very liberal state, you know, and we want equality and all this stuff. And then it's like, hey, <laughs> we're not going to let a, a woman who chose to do something, you know, uh, we're not going to let her fight because of it. Like, it's kind of fucked up. Isn't it kind of none of their business, too? Like, it isn't. You can't go up to a chick and be like, are those implants? So it, how do they? It really isn't. I think chick isn't good either. You can't <laughs> go up to a woman <laughs> and say, are those implants? So how do they know? Did somebody have to ask her? The, well, they, they probably asked her in the in the pre-fight uh, medical. surgeries. The, the, the New York pre-fight medical is like, you get done with weigh-ins, and it takes like an hour. It sucks. Unless you're Brazilian. Yeah, well, yeah, unless unless you know somebody that's working and then they fucking jump you in the front of the line in front of everybody else and it's bullshit and it makes Jim Miller mad. (laughs) Uh, And this is like just another example. So how is it possible that New York had this rule and nobody knew about it and nobody talked to Pearl about it? It's crazy. I don't know. It is. It's it's. It's really they're 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 asking for for bullshit they're asking for drama they're asking for fights to fall through by not like being totally transparent with with their regulations and um, somebody in the USC should be ahead of that because this is a good fight it's an exciting fight but it would have been very easy to move this to the next card where not the hell's Bert when you need him Bert would have had it handled <laughs> yeah probably definitely uh, no, I don't know you know, like, because that's that's all the, com- the the commission telling the UFC the rule. You know, their particular rule set. They're just trying to they're trying to reinvent the wheel. That's the issue. They should like, all just adopt Nevada's listen, rules, and those are the rules. That's what everybody does. Like, right? Well, I mean, there are some stupid ones. Like, I mean, now that they allow strikes to the kidney, that's kind of stupid. That is a stupid rule because. A strike to the kidneys not going to stop the fight. Just gonna all it's good, yeah. All it's going to do is make you fucking pee blood later on after the fight. Right. Like and you're, you're dehydrated guys. You're you're smashing on their kidneys. You're yeah. You're That's not a real bright thing to do. You're not you're not actually injuring someone and causing them 
pain to a point where they're going to stop fighting in the fight. All you're doing is causing something that's going to hurt them after the fight. So it's it's stupid. It really is kind of silly. I get it. We want it to be a fight, you know, as much like street fight as possible. But well, then go to eye gouging. You know, it's that soccer kicks. Whatever the hell you want to do. We don't get paid enough for all that bullshit. No, I, I you agree know? with you. It's like, you are, I, I'm you okay with it. I'm okay with soccer kicks. Like, I would fight with soccer kicks, but the guys that fought with soccer kicks in Pride were coming back into the States standing on fucking thirty to $50,000 in cash in each fucking shoe. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, they were – they were, and, and that was every fucking – that was their whole team, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they're coming back with a half a million dollars cash. All right. Fucking pay, pay me that money, and I'll, and I'll fucking fight with soccer kicks. Because my career is not going to be as long with them. That's just the way that it is. You know. So you want to you want to up the pay? We can we can drop you know uh, reduce the rules. But there just there there needs to be a uh, a better uniform decision on the rules. Like the uh, this not being allowed to IV for rehydration. It is dangerous. Everybody knows it's dangerous. It's not. Making anything safer for the fighters. Why is this allowed to go on? The UFC should be mounting a committee, and we should really be standing against it. Uh, the same thing with the kidney strikes. It's ridiculous. Everybody should take a stand. This is not okay. It doesn't right. make We're sense. Fighters. We're not doing it. Right. You know, I don't, I don't know. And, and and there has to be a solution to weight cutting because it, it just continues to be more and more well, of an weight issue. Weight cutting, I think they got to every 10 pounds. <laughs> But the thing is, is if if there are weight classes, there's always going to be weight cutting. Well, yeah, but there won't if there be are weight classes, it, it there will be, there will be because somebody so. is going to say, "Well, maybe I'll cut that extra fucking five pounds, pounds that I wasn't cutting before." The answer is, and it's impossible; it'll never happen. But in a perfect world. People enjoy fighting, and they enjoy good fights. So you don't need a belt. You don't need some yes, scripted bullshit. Exactly. So you would say, Jim is about the same size as so-and-so. They're going to fight. There's going to be no way in. You're going to say, Jim is not about the same size as Brock Lesnar. They're not going to fight. Yeah, but you know what? I'm a grown man that's capable of making my, my own decisions. If you tell me I'm going to make $5 million to fight Brock Lesnar, I'll fight Brock Lesnar. And that's why I think we should probably stick it with the same <laughs> weight because Jim Miller cannot be trusted. But they're to not going to gonna pay me that money. They're not going to pay me enough to fight him. Well, no. Like, I, how do you think there'd be more weight cutting or people cutting five pounds if you think there was a sixty-five and a seventy? If you th- if you I really if there think was a, yes. Diaz would come down to fifty-fives again if he could fight no, sixty-five? No, I because he's not a he's not a big he's not dad. We're not talking. You're not talking about the big seventy-pounder cutting down to fifty-five. I'm talking about a 70 pounder cutting, cutting down. That's that's a decent no cutting down to 65. There's always if there's weight people okay, will yeah. cut. Okay, yeah. So you got a exactly. 70 pounder. Yes. So you've got that. somebody that's cutting 15 to 20 pounds right now, saying, "Well, I think I can make that extra five. I couldn't make 15. I couldn't do. I couldn't cut to 55, but I can cut to 65. That's a good point. If there are weigh-ins. There will be weight cutting. No, if there's yes. a seventy-five pound class. Oh my god, then that's every five pounds. Like, like we need to completely I'm eliminate that. De- de- so but you're you saying, can't. so you're saying a seventy pounder that says, "All right, well, I get to seventy-five easy enough." It's those last five that suck. All right, so 
I get to 70, 75 easy enough. Well, I can cut to 65. Might as well do it. But when, when they were cutting to 70 before, because they couldn't make 55, so they're actually cutting five more pounds than they were. As opposed to cutting five less, they're cutting five more. I, I, I try, I've, I've tried to have this conversation with people that train. Like on Facebook, I've tried to have the conversation. I know what it's like. I live this fucking life. You know, I hate fucking weight cutting. I've been manipulating my weight since I was in third grade. In third fucking no. grade, yes. I manipulating your weight in third grade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Manipulate. I fuck with the scale. Hey, no, don't. Well, don't eat. So I wouldn't fucking eat lunch. I wouldn't eat lunch. And I would, I would start going for runs before fucking wrestling matches in third grade. Yeah, I wasn't cutting weight. Like, right. I don't think I was. I don't think I was cutting right, weight until I got to, to like sophomore you got home year. And it was like, well, hey, Jim, I made you some broccoli and fish. Well, no, I'll have no. two sleeves of Oreos because nah, that's better. Yeah, for two me. sleeves of Oreos. That's what I, exactly what I. Ate. <laughs> yes, it is. No, maybe a couch, but. Um, <laughs> but it, I again, if there are fucking weight classes, and and there's money on the line. Guys are going to cut weight. the The only way to get rid of it is to absolutely, like, be on top of everybody with hydration tests and all that shit. You can't do that. But the problem is, is you have to start that from the beginning. And when is amateur the beginning, fighters? Though? Amateur fighters. That's when. The, that's when the beginning is. I don't think that's even possible. That's because and it's a the guy should be allowed sport. to gain weight when he's not fighting. Exactly. So you like, need to eliminate it altogether, and the problem is is with the fans because fans oh, it's are fans. stupid. It's always the fans. And I consider myself <laughs> a fan, but we want the storyline. We want to yeah, know who's do. the champ, and we we're do. excited to know who has the belt. If, if, if it was like just that. purely no, for the love of the sport, you wouldn't need cutting because you would love the fights. You would say, I want to see Jim fight this guy. I want to see these two guys fight. I don't care I would, what the weight is. I, I don't would care who has the belt. I would, like, I... I don't know why I did. I haven't done it. You know, it just never it has never come up. Like, it, if if I left the UFC, got cut from the UFC, or whatever, I, I'd go up. I'd probably go up. And I mean, at this point in my in my life, I'd probably be at seventies. But if I was going up, then I'd probably go up to eighty five. Because I, I've said it before on here that when I hit fucking eighty four, eighty five, you know. My weight, my center of gravity drops, and I'm still faster than any fucking 185-pounder on the planet. I guarantee you that I'm faster than any 185-pounder on the planet. And I'm a little bit stronger than I am now. My center of gravity is lower. I would fight anybody at 185. Anybody. 205s, eh. You gotta pay me the right amount of money. <laughs> you would do it. You would do it in a second. You gotta pay me the right amount yeah. of money. Hey Jim, you weighed in at two oh five. Okay, yeah, we're good. Listen, you got uh you know what? I mean, if it's if it's gonna be worth it. If it's gonna be worth it. But I would fight at eighty five. Definitely. All right. Hey, um I, I, see I don't a lot wanna of butcher yeah, I don't wanna butcher his name. Uh Harrit <laughs> Tatarian wants to know what we think about the uh Musasi Weibden fight. I, I fucking love it. Oh, man. This is a good fight. I'm excited. Uh, what did Chris look like when he weighed in? 
I didn't see any pictures of him. Sexy. Because his last yeah. what? couple of weeks, <laughs> his last couple, I didn't see the weigh-ins, but his last couple, he looked terrible. He was actually he looked like he had bad weight cuts. He was actually really, uh, really lean coming into this, uh, into the end of well, this that's camp. That's good. So hopefully, because um, I mean, his last I'm, couple of fights, he just didn't. I'm I'm big fans of both of these guys. Uh, you know, Chris is just he's an amazing guy. Um, big fan of his uh, and and Musasi as well. I mean, Musasi's like. He's he's one of those kind of like a, a a throwback, just just one of those guys that just doesn't give a shit. He doesn't care. I love it. Um, I'm excited for the fight. I don't know who's gonna win. Um, the way that the fights way that fights have been going recently, I I kind of have to lean towards Musasi, and I don't like doing it. Um. But I'm hoping for Chris. No, I think Chris wears him down wrestling. I think I'm going with Chris as well. I Good. think uh, I think Chris gets it done. Look at how pudgy he is. Holy shit. He had to have his belly hanging on the fucking thing too. <laughs> My gosh. His gut's bigger than mine. What'd I didn't say? get you a beer. Dude, can I can you. I throw that up there? Is that allowed on the live feed? What? Yeah. Yeah, I don't see why not. So that's the uh, that's the Cormier way in. He's definitely. It's crazy that uh, that Johnson 70s. made seventies. He's a yeah. big fucking dude. That's two oh three, and he's it's a big frame man. Oh yeah, you know he always was. That's why he was so he didn't he didn't make seventies most of the time. <laughs> no, he he missed it a couple times, yeah. but and understandably, holy shit. He's a. I big mean, look dude. at how big his freaking shoulders are. Well, I mean, the thing is too is you you. Yeah, I mean, a, he's a, pro- a professional. Like you're talking about somebody that their life is to work out. When your life is to work out, and you spend your money on performance, not performance. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> you're like on good food, good diet, all this stuff. It's not. It's not as hard as like just somebody that. All right, well, I work a nine to five, and I'm trying to put on five ten pounds of muscle. You know, like this this guy's life is to work out. So putting on the weight shouldn't be as hard as somebody that's, you know, got an everyday job. He's also a freak of an athlete. So um, who else we got on there? Alves, Alves Cote. I'm, I'm looking forward to that fight. Uh, both tough, good strikers. Well, I sure hope. Tiago beats his ass. Then you can say, hey, George, where are you at? <laughs> I beat the man who beat the man, and I want my title shot. So when you win the belt, give me a crack at 85s. Because both of them fought St. Pierre. You can't argue with that logic. What? <laughs> you can't. Beat the man who beat the man. Right. You, so be, you beat Tiago. Tiago beats Cote. Who never fought. St. Pierre. Cote fought Anderson Silva. Cote, oh, right. Cote he just came down. No, he fought St. Pierre too, didn't he? Cote, no. Let's go to the tail of the tape. No. He did not. Tail no, he did tape. not. No, <coughs> you're right. He fought Anderson. He fought Anderson Silva, and Anderson wasn't very aggressive with it, and that's when Cote 
slipped on the freaking uh, the thing, the logo. Blew his knee out. <coughs> he was always in. He was always uh, higher in weight class. And what do you think of the uh, so Will Brooks, Charler, Charles Oliveria? So you fought um, Oliveira. Oliveira. Uh, he was. He had some fucking steam coming into that fight. I mm. remember you were the underdog, and he's had some tough. Don't get me started with that shit. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's had some tough, uh, some ups and downs since yeah. then. Um, he's ranked at number nine, which is pretty legit. What do you, uh, what do you think of him, and where do you see it going? Is this fight at forty-five or fifty-five? Fifty-five. It's fifty-five. So he's not. He's ranked at nine at, at featherweight. Right. Okay. Um. He says he wants to go back to 45. Yeah, well, he's made him move up. Because he keeps fucking missing weight. Like, oh, yeah, you're right. Number nine at the I I knew going into that fight that he was going to be small, that I was going to have a a strength advantage. And and I did. (laughs) Uh, You know, I don't know how he doesn't make 45. How he doesn't, you know, he has so much trouble making it. Um, well, he's gotten what? He's what? That was four years old. Granted, he's four years old. Yeah, no, but but he so also he, he also missed weight like early on at forty five. Yeah, like he lost to me. He lost to Cerrone, I think. Um, did he lose to somebody else? I can't remember. He lost to. <coughs> 55s he lost to um but then you know yeah he lost to you Lentz. oh no Lentz no that was no, no contest. contest he he was beating beating up Lentz, and then he hit him with the illegal elbow or whatever uh lost to Cerrone um then a couple wins at 45s lost yeah. to Swanson Frankie put another pretty good string together mm-hmm. um ran into Holloway which there's no Shame yeah. in that fight. And then he lost two really tough fights. I mean, Pettis is a tough fight yeah. for anybody, and so is Lamas. Yeah. So I I think he could be really, really good, and he's still pretty young. Yeah. Um, You know, having fought him, what are your thoughts on his future? I mean, he's definitely – he's he's still got potential, man. Because um, like you said, he's still he's still a young dude. Uh, and he's still kind of growing, growing into – you know, his strengths and stuff like that. So, um, I don't know, man. Like I said, uh, he, I, I think he's going to submit Brooks. He, he, he might, I and mean, he's got the potential. Brooks is a hell of an athlete though, too. Uh, like Oliver is very aggressive. Um, I mean, when I fought him, he was a purple belt, I think. Um, and he he acted like a pur- you know the the fight was pretty short but he acted like a purple belt you know um aggressive but still not like not setting things up like um just trying to th- you know just throwing stuff out there so he's gotten a lot better and and he he very well could catch brooks but uh i mean yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a good one. It's good scrap. And then we got one of our uh, mm-hmm. one of our local fighters that trains with uh, 
I know I know Shorty trains down there. She's at a uh, Catones, if I'm not mistaken. Um, she she's at All Star and which is um, Jamal Patterson. Okay. Um, and then she yeah they train down at, at Catones as well, and I think she trains with you know a couple other players. Jersey's very good about getting in there. Jersey and New York, everybody kind of trains together. And except that for, is except for me, I'm trying to stay in my hole in the woods <laughs> here. <laughs> we her Not name is Caitlin Chikugian. Not the brightest one, no. In the pack, that should be a good fight. She it should seems, be. She's Caitlin is uh, Caitlin is very talented. Um, you know, she's she's definitely got a lot of potential. So, should be a very good fight. Uh, both these girls are very tough. How did the uh, How did the Calvillo Gonzalez fight get get so high up on the card? Uh, I don't know. Because Gonzalez has fought in the UFC once before. I don't know. I think the uh, the Chikugian, am I saying that right? Help me pronounce that. Yeah, you're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> Caitlin. I think Caitlin's fight has uh, has more draw and more consequences. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Calvillo has two fights in the UFC. This is Caitlin's, what, third or fourth? I think it's her third. Let's see. Yeah. This will be her fourth. No. Nope. Upcoming. You're right. You are uh, such a good reader. I'm, good. I'm a good reader. I don't even read good. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, sometimes they the way they work the fights out is they want to. They're they're really driving fight pass, so they'll put fights on fight pass that a couple years ago would have been main card or uh, upper that's a good point. undercard fights. You so, know, like yeah, so people will, will get the yeah. fight pass just to watch yes, Caitlin yeah, fight. Yeah, just just to watch her fight. And and you know, I it does suck like a little bit you know, oh well, you know, fight pass and stuff like that. But <sighs> right now you're not making any more money. Like it used to be like the higher in the card you were, the more money you made. So it definitely mattered. You wanted to be main card. And then, you know, and then the the Reebok deal came in. So now it's like, now it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where on the card you're fighting. As long as you're fighting, <laughs> that's what matters. So, uh, yeah, you, you fight wherever you're going to fight, and it has no monetary value to you um like i said it it does kind of affect because people still lean more towards the main card and they 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 give the main card more publicity and and you know those fighters get more notoriety and all that stuff um so if you do get stuck on the undercard stuck on the 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 fight pass to the the fox sports one it uh it doesn't help your brand as much, but you know the the whole sponsorship game is so screwed up at this point. It's uh, really doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, uh, Jason uh, just said pretty interesting. Going back to the Johnson conversation, he said he was listening to uh, Johnson's live feed, and uh, he said he would walk around at two thirty when mm -hmm. he fought at one seventies. That is a monster he, weight swing. He he would walk around fat as fucking hell. Like 
there's a difference between walk your walking around weight and your not doing anything weight. That was his not doing anything weight. Like it it you when you say fat as hell, he's got a big enough frame that nobody no, saw him at no, 230 and said, that's no, a fat individual. Yes, no yes, way. Yes. I don't believe you. Yes. I forget what card it was. It was like, it was when he was fighting at at 70s. It's like, holy shit. Yeah, I mean, he was standing next to, to 85 pounders and making them look small. Like, really small. And it's like, man. And he was, he was. He uh, wasn't fat though. He's six two. No, he at was six two. No, he with, was with his shoulders. He had, he had be some beef on him. He had some beef on him. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm tell. I. I <laughs> Scouts honor. <laughs> Scouts honor. He was argue. fat bastard. I was, I was not there. <laughs> hey, and we no, got we got to give Jason credit for being one of the few men who understands what it's like to ride. 500 cc's yeah. of two-stroke. Yep. There's not a lot of people out there who, no. who have the balls to throw a leg over that and who can understand. Yeah, uh, Yeah. no, it's definitely something that yeah, my hair's starting to stand up. Yeah. Just thinking about it. It gets your blood pumping. Yeah. It just feels right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and, uh, and Matt Stevens just tuned in. He said, uh, if, it feel, if it makes you feel any better, he got fight pass to watch you beat up Gomi. Mm-hmm. Totally got his money's worth. It's the way it works. Bam. And then on if the he's like me, he forgot to cancel it, and he uh-huh. still pays for it monthly. <laughs> <laughs> My account's locked right now. <laughs> it's been locked for a couple months. That's uh, why I get for handing my password out. Um, I don't even know where. I, yes. Anyway, he was he was overweight when he was 230. He wasn't, like, in shape and, and cutting 60 pounds. That was, like, soft and, and squishy. <laughs> soft right. and squishy. Yeah, no, it was. Wait till he sees you again. He's gonna say you called me soft and squishy. Listen, I, I guarantee you that that man knows that when he was two thirty, <laughs> that he was not in good shape. Like, yeah, okay, he probably could have, you know, worked out and outworked, you know, an average Joe, but <laughs> it was he didn't get there by training on a regular basis like he would. Well, if see, he had a fight go. coming up. See, there you go. You say you want to fight 85s. You're soft and squishy at 85s. Yeah, but I'm still fast at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ran I ran my Spartan race 13 and a half fucking miles uphill. In the snow. In the snow, both ways. Carrying a child. Uh, Yes, eight months pregnant uh, at 186 pounds. So, yeah, and you came in fucking 193. No, you're a professional. No, 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 no. So no, I'd no. say you were soft and squishy. No, hey, hey, dick bag. <laughs> first of all, first of all, first of all, I gloves are off. Dick yeah, bag has come out. Yeah, dick bag has come out. <laughs> the the winners of the race got to run the race when the uh, when they the decided obstacles, all the fat no, people get to go last. When the obstacles weren't jammed up. So there were l- obstacles where you actually had to sit and wait. So who jammed up the obstacles? All the fat Other kids like you yeah. who got stuck on them. Yeah. No, there were obstacles that, like the cliff jump where there were only two things, so then people were just sit- you're sitting there waiting in line. Well, they after made me you do- jumped, they the made other me- fat kids jumped, they had to put they, water back in there. They made me do it twice because they didn't get the first one on camera, and then you had the, the sit there and wait 20 minutes for the friggin' rope climb across the river. Uh 
And then I finished it. I crossed the finish line, and then I had to do an interview for like 20 minutes before I got to hand in my freaking my bracelet, my time card. At least you're not hung up on it. I'm not hung up on it. I'm not bitter (laughs) at all about it. There are comments on fucking YouTube about it. Ooh, you came in over an hour after the winter. Fuck you. I'm pissed about it. I think we need to do another Spartan race and and show them how to. I don't want to do what it's all about. (laughs) Let's do it. I just want to be in the first first heat. That's it. That's all. That's my only demand. I'll get there at. 4.30 4.30 in the morning and do the first heat. And you should be, if it's truly a Spartan race, if somebody does look super fast, you should be able to choke them on the cliff jump. Yeah. Or on one of the obstacles. And if or you're at waiting, least, you at least start stab wrestling. Stab them a little bit. Yeah. I don't want to stab him. <laughs> we can work out the details. We can work. Spartan race will contact you. I will say that I ne- I didn't have to do a single burpee. I, every obstacle I nailed. Pretty jazzed about that. That is pretty good. Fuck you, old man. <laughs> I just broke his arm. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, many people might not know this about you, Jim, but you actually attend galas. I do attend galas. I don't consider you a gala type guy. (coughs) You know, I'm kind of. I'm like pretty dapper. Yeah, it was like Beauty and the Beast. It was. Tale as old as time. He saw the he saw the picture where my pocket square was like jumping out of my pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Can't teach class. Nope. Um. Yeah, you know, so I I attended uh, the Global Lime Alliance uh, Gala uh, last Saturday. I think it was. Um, we raised eight hundred thousand dollars. That's awesome for uh, Lyme disease research, which is pretty. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, so. Now you you were telling us some insane statistics about yeah. where the money goes from the CDC and yeah it uh, I saw a graphic and unfortunately I don't have it in front of me, um, but the, like the difference between be like uh, Zika and and Lyme disease, um, the the amount of deaths that have come by each of them it's it's a handful two or three. Um, but the new cases every year of Lyme disease are like thousands times bigger than than Zika virus. Um, the the number of affected are again thousands times more. Um, Millions times, probably, Pro- because one of the biggest things about it is it goes undiagnosed. Um, but uh, the amount of money, like. Zika virus research gets like billions of dollars. Lyme disease research gets like like thirty million a year, or something like that, from the CDC. Uh, it, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, you know the 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 spectrum of people that you saw at at this the gala um, that either they're they're dealing with it or have dealt with it or, you know, spouses, children. Um, it's uh, it's pretty crazy, you know. And then you look at Zika and it's like, okay, well, if you're an adult and you get you get exposed to Zika virus, you, you just don't try to have a kid within six months. And, yes, I mean, if you if you do, 
you know, I guess it stays in the man longer than it does in the woman. If you do, you know, uh, fertilize an egg, <laughs> you know, it's very risky, but uh, that's that's the only risk. That's the only risk is, you know, is having children. So if you if you as an adult get the Zika virus, it's not a big it's deal. It's not. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's like, I mean, if if he got you know having a vasectomy, if he got a if he got the Zika virus, it doesn't mean shit. I mean, you have to tell everybody that. Cause douchebag. Yeah. It's dry heaving. <laughs> <laughs> Our uh, online sales have plummeted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All those women out there, those those <laughs> paying for UFC <laughs> fighters first. I thought he was a stud. I thought <laughs> I could take him out to pasture and uh but nope. He's sterile. <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't doesn't affect him, but I mean from child up to you know uh freaking chris christopherson uh you know tick-borne illnesses uh could affect anybody so it's pretty it's pretty crazy you know i learned a lot um and i and i hope to be uh to helping them help them in in whatever way i can in the future and and uh try to try to bring a little bit more uh publicity notoriety to it so that we can get Get those uh, that that the difference in funding uh, balanced out a little bit, at least. Um, you know. So we have, uh, you know, this year I've noticed we have uh, a, a small patch of woods behind the house. It's not—I don't even know if you could call it a patch of woods. There's like five trees behind <laughs> the house, and uh, the dog goes back there. The boys go back there, and uh, just in the past week, we've pulled between eight and ten ticks off of the dog, the kids' clothes, my clothes. It, it's crazy, and I was reading that because the uh, the mouse population exploded last yep. year. The tick population is going to explode this year. Um, and then this, uh, the only way to treat it, and you can probably talk more about this, is with some pretty rough antibiotics mm-hmm. that are tearing your stomach up, and then the antibiotics are leading to so many more yeah. complications. It's like a lose-lose. So if you don't take it, you're going to suffer from limes. But if you do take it, we're going to completely eradicate the good bacteria in your gut. And now you have some significant health complications either way. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a pain in the ass because it's like if you catch it early, uh, that's when people tend to, you know, go on go – on, uh, Doxy for a couple months and or even a month and and kind of kick its butt and uh and get rid of it it's when it's when you get it to the point where it's chronic and then you discover it and you then you get a a, a Lyme literate doctor um and you start your work on it uh, after it's kind of gotten a, a a stronghold you know and and gotten a hold of your body um so yeah it's uh it's definitely one of those things that you have to you have to attack. You can't you can't just take the antibiotics. Uh, you know, unfortunately, the the insurance companies are paying the ass with it. Um, you know, I've gone through it trying to get IV uh, antibiotics or uh, the intramuscular shot, and they won't they won't do it, and they're they're rather expensive. Um, and then you also have to be on, you know, potentially have to be on them for a couple months. So, um, 
you have to do that, and then at the same time, you have to you have to change your diet. Like you have to kind of optimize your diet and your body to fight back because the antibiotics don't kill the Lyme virus. They actually, all they really do is slow it down. Um, and unfortunately, the, the, the bacteria uh, is faster than your T cells. So if you're just, if you're not on the antibiotics, um, it's, it's just going to run rampant. So once you're on the medication, uh, you kind of slow it down so that your, your body can kind of fight it, but you have to kind of optimize it. So one of the biggest things that I've been really looking into uh, lately and, and trying, to, um, trying to do differently is really uh, go after the gut. The gut is the new brain, as they say, Patrick. And I believe it. You do. You do believe it. 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on doxycycline. I, I, uh, how long have I been on it? So you're to eat an activity? No, it's got to be more than that. It's Unfortunately, it's more than just eating, like, yogurt. yogurt. Um, it's it, out sausage, egg, and cheese. <sighs> no, no, yes. <laughs> Uh, probably you on have the, to still live the your bagel. life a little yeah, bit. Yeah, on the on the bagel. The you know if you're having on the bagel, that's probably the, the worst part. Um, but like they say, the Lyme diet is basically a paleo diet. It's avoiding sugar. It's avoiding gluten. It's avoiding dairy. Um, you know, sugar is obviously like the devil. Uh, sugar is the devil. Feeds everything, feeds cancer, feeds feeds bacteria and viruses and everything. And fuck you, sugar. You taste so good. I, I regret eating three sleeves of Oreos at dinner every night from the time that I was four years old until <laughs> I was 24. Three. Uh Because you know, that's all two. I ate. Yeah. I still have all my toes, too, and my feet. I'm not diabetic yet. Um, There's some pretty, like... Like wild stuff, and I try to always do yeah. uh, a decent amount of follow-up research. But there's a uh, a documentary on Netflix is <coughs> called Sugar Coated, and uh, th- there's been a bunch of stuff out on it recently. And uh, one of like the craziest statistics, and I looked at it on the internet, was that Means before, it's which it does mean it's true. I checked it through <laughs> a couple different venues. <laughs> before 1980, if you had fatty liver disease, mm-hmm. you were an alcoholic. It did not occur in anyone but alcoholics because their liver was overworked from uh, from drinking. Right. So it never occurred in children. It was not seen. It was impossible. Um, if you went to your doctor and you had it and you said you didn't drink, they called you a liar. Yeah. Today, it's in kids. It's an epidemic in kids. Um, and it's all from how much sugar that mm-hmm. we're eating. And the, and the sugar has gone through the roof. And, uh, and one of the things I think is a real problem is when you go to the grocery store, everything's ass backwards. It's very confusing. Mm-hmm. They have, uh, you know, there's this milk um, that I think is really bad. It's like a vanilla milk. It's uh, it's in a red carton. It's got a picture of a cow. And on the front of it, it says in like a big banner, says organic. And uh then on the bottom it says uh, it's got it's good for your brain. It's got good DHA in it, mm-hmm. um, and that the vanilla is an organic vanilla. Well, you roll this thing over; it's got 21 grams of sugar per serving that you're going to give to your kid. Your kid drinks two of these. If you, it's almost four teaspoons of sugar. And yeah. you know, if so, if 
if a parent's trying to do the right thing and they <coughs> they look at this, they're like, oh, look, it's healthy, it's organic, and it's milk. Yeah. I'm not going to give my kid soda. I'm not going to give my kid Mountain Dew. I want to do the right thing. But if you sat their kid down and said, hey, for lunch, I'm going to feed them four teaspoons of sugar, they'd be like, no, you're out of your mind. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. You know, it's so it's right. like you really have to be an expert in, and kind of dive into it. Um, the the advertising is ridiculous. <coughs> so it, it is. It's uh, and it's not. I mean, like my wife and I um, have been trying to change, you know, our diet. And it's it's kind of one of those things. It's like we're taking our time doing it because it's it's not easy. The easiest thing is going out and buying garbage, slapping it on the table, you know. Um like trying to trying to cook dinner and cook meals from whole foods. It takes time to to prepare it. It takes it takes more time to to do it than if you uh you know if you're buying ready-made chicken nuggets and, and stuff like that. And granted, my my youngest, like, he'll he'll house some fucking chicken nuggets, you know? Like, he still eats them. Uh, but, you know, we, tr- we tr- really try to uh, to do it and, and, you know, feed them, like, clean food, like real food. Um. Yeah, and I think that, that that point you just brought up is the key, right? So everybody says, oh, if you tell them you're on the paleo <coughs> diet, they, they think you're a weirdo. Yeah. You know, when you try to jump into this, but, like, well, what we've kind of done is if it has an ingredient list, we're not eating it, right? So it's just real food, and it's yeah. so simple when you go back to it, right? Yeah. Like, hey, you want to be healthy? Eat real food. Yeah. Oh, okay. But like you said, it's not easy to do. The, the hardest thing we have is the uh, – in the morning. So mm-hmm. now I hard boil <coughs> eggs ahead of time and the boys eat hard boiled eggs in the morning. But for their lunch snacks, like we were sending them with fruit snacks that were organic, still loaded with sugar. Yeah. And dye. Yeah, and yeah. dye and just well, like. There's no such thing as organic. Uh, yeah. Organics it, is just a bullshit organic word. Is just a bullshit <laughs> word. It is. <laughs> it, it's that made they up. Use yeah. Because it, yeah. there's just. Don't get started with my oldest son about yeah. it. Yeah. He or- freaks out. Organic about cow it. that. He's, yeah, hey, you he know what? It's got an infection, to but go to we do, can't give it meds. <laughs> right, to go do his, you know, be a vet when he did animal biology at Penn State. I mean, it's just it's just a crock of shit. I mean, that's all it is. is or anything organic is just to sell it to you for more money because there is no organic. It's a scam. It is. Yeah. It's just it's a like scam. It's like cage-free chickens and all that right, shit. to to... Increase the price, and and that's what the thing is. If your kid gets sick and has a runny nose, you would get your child antibiotics because okay, or an ear infection. But a cow has an ear infection, or an infection. No, we can't give it anything. You can't give it any antibiotics because that's bad. But let's have a sick cow. <laughs> you know, and okay, we'll take the milk from the sick cow, but you can't give it anything to make it better. So I I do think you have a a good point about organic, but there's kind of another there's side to that, and something that's to be said about the antibiotics. And there is, uh, and so like there's some issues with milk now that there's a uh, 
there's a hormone they're pumping into cows, and it uh, they're producing twice the milk. I got to look up what it's called, um, but that's been linked directly to cancer. So if you're on an organic dairy farm, you wouldn't have to worry about that compound necessarily. And then another big thing, once you kind of jump down this rabbit hole, is that the nutrition profile of our beef today is significantly worse than it's ever been. So back in the 20s, the cows were eating grass like they're supposed to, and they had you know, a, a healthy diet for a cow, where today everything's like a processed cornmeal, yep. and uh, the the quality of the macronutrients in today's meat is macros. not the same. He's going into macros, We're bro. going into macros. So yeah. I, uh, Do you we, count your macros, bro? I, I might be out of my mind, but we pay <coughs> a significant amount of money for grass-fed beef, and I don't know if it's really grass-fed or well, if it just says it. Well, thing is, no. Don't, don't buy it in the store. No, we have to order it online. Well, go to a local farm. Go to the guy up in Montague that his cows are walking around and they are grass-fed. Does you he sell meat right to you? Yeah. Huh. Sells pigs, you know. Really? But, this could change everything. Right. It, buy it locally from somebody you know. I mean, like when I was a kid, my grandfather had a dairy farm, and we drank raw milk. That's what we had. That's a great probiotic. <laughs> Boom. It is Back a great to the probiotic. gut health. The he, gut is the new brain. He, That's but, why the old man's so smart. He had his, his cows were inoculated. <clears throat> his cows were, I mean, if they got sick. He had the vet come and, you know, because you didn't want sick cows. Absolutely, which makes complete sense. Right. But you didn't. he didn't give them any hormones yeah, to so make the, them produce it, more milk. Exactly. There's a balance in right. there, for sure. And right. even like but we – he we, took care of his herd because you had to. You didn't want – I mean, because they would get coughing. I mean, it was like it, with cows, it's almost like kennel cough. And the dogs, they'd all get it. Well, then you, then you got, you know, he had – 140 cows you got 140 sick cows yeah, yeah which which, <laughs> which makes you know, sense. is just stupid <laughs> so yes you give them antibiotics you you take care of a sick cow hormones that's a different thing but that's just because there are no small dairy farms now no. very few it's you know okay idaho or you know you go out there and there's you know they got friggin Three and a half million cows in their friggin' dairy herd. Absolutely. Well, yeah. We got to get them to produce, you know, 20 why, gallons a day. That's why we should be eating uh, venison, elk, that, rice. Hands down, that's your, your most healthy option. Well, that's why, yeah. I would have starved to death a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matt wants to know, does your family eat the same meals you do when you're preparing for a fight? Uh, yes, they do. Uh Sometimes it's a pain in the butt, but actually my my two my older two they they ask for salad now, like um or like I'll make chicken Caesar salad wraps or something like that, and they ask for it. Um, it's which is pretty fucking crazy <laughs> because uh, I was definitely and and still am, even though like I'll eat just about anything now. I'm still the pickiest eater out of like my siblings and my parents, which is my and my kids will eat pretty much like Wyatt. Wyatt will eat fucking anything. The kid is a little vacuum cleaner, and it's it's it's, it's spectacular to watch, um, you know. And uh, 
I think that we got to that point just by giving them variety. Like, you know, I mean, they're I – mean, I had variety. I mean, you guys you guys cooked a lot, and you, you made a bunch of stuff. And, uh, I had things that I liked and things that I didn't like. Not as much variety as you'd have now. Just leave the Oreos. They were just Oreos. You didn't yeah. have those mint and double stuffed thin ones, and uh, chocolate ones and all that shit. Yeah. You know, you guys <laughs> never got uh, Chewy <laughs> Chips Ahoy because those I'll, I'll fucking put a hurting on. Um, no. You, no, you're – yeah, we ate – I mean, we ate a lot of fresh vegetables. Yeah. You know, we ate a lot of, you know. I mean, that's the crazy thing. It's like my kids – I mean, we get Chinese food, and my kids are like, I want the broccoli. Oh, I want the broccoli. Give me the baby corn. <laughs> you know, and they're, like, fighting over a little baby corn in the uh, in the chicken and stuff. And it's like, man, like, that's crazy. <laughs> I think but, it's important, well, you too. Didn't that eat, you really didn't eat the zucchini and shit as a kid. No. That we grew in the garden. I mean, you didn't like the zucchini no, well, I mean, the there butternut are, squash and shit like that. There, there are definitely things that I <coughs> eat now. Beans. Like, yeah, I, I I enjoy green beans now. now you I, do, yeah. I still it's like peas, man. I I can take peas straight off of bush you know, when you pick them. Yeah, straight straight off the freaking bush and pop them out of the pod and and eat them, and they're delicious. Uh, but if I buy peas, like if I buy fresh peas, well, like. We eat snap peas and stuff. You know, snap peas better. are delicious. Snap peas are You know, good. they just don't do it for me. But no, I mean, peas, like peas. Ad, like, out of my garden, man, I'll fucking, I'll devour them. Uh, same with the green beans. Like, I'll just destroy green beans. But, yeah, you know, like, it, I I definitely was a picky eater. But, yeah. Now, getting back to the question, the kids do eat pretty much what I eat because they they actually enjoy like salads and stuff like that. And like that's like when I'm dieting for a fight, uh, what I do now um, that actually seems to be really working for me is uh, I I kind of become a, uh, a fruitarian during the day. So uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of fasted cardio. So I, I make sure that I get my first workout in before I eat. Um, and then, uh, what is going on with that TV? <laughs> I, it's going on on this one too. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, Live. Yeah, it's it's cr- kind of crossing over between the. Uh, I think that's the the UFC page. Anyway, freaking aliens flying across the screen. That's somebody liking it or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so I eat, I I work out, and then I'll eat, and it was Back. hard. For, it was hard for me to. Uh, to kind of like eat, you know, eat salads or something like that without any dressing and all that crap on it. Um, so I just eat fruit. I eat a lot of fruit. Gives me energy. You know, uh, kind of goes against some of the the glycemic index type stuff, um, but high in fiber. Uh, if I need a protein shake, I'll take a protein shake. But then I eat I eat dinner, you know, with my family and. We'll have, you know, salads with with either London broil or chicken, or I'll, I'll even make sandwiches and stuff like that. And then I can eat like a king at, at dinner, and uh, it's still kind of clean food, um, and the weight comes off. So, 
So yeah, the the kids eat uh, pretty much pretty much whatever I'm eating. I think that there's like a real key in that. We have a couple friends who say, uh, you know, oh, you're so lucky that your kids eat anything, and we're not really lucky. Yeah. Like no, they're like, work. oh, <laughs> we we only we only our kid only eat chicken McNuggets. Like I've never heard of a kid that starved to death that had access to vegetables and healthy food. Yeah. Right. If your kid is saying he'll only eat chicken nuggets, that'll only last for so long yeah. until. You just don't give them another option. Like, yeah. our kids growing up never had another option. We never made them special meals. And, yes, like, Jack doesn't like uh, – he doesn't like onions. And Finn hates tomatoes. So that's – you know, so they don't eat tomatoes, but there's still a lot of other options. And, yeah. and they yeah. eat cauliflower. And it, it's just about not giving them yeah. uh, an unhealthy option. Yeah. I think right. it's like, key. Like, Wyatt, you know, he he will eat anything. Like, he – pretty much will eat anything i don't I don't know if there's anything that he doesn't like because he for a little bit he didn't like spicy stuff and then he come he's come back to it right but amelia's a little bit pickier my oldest she's she's not uh she she doesn't eat her vegetables as well as Wyatt does um but it's like all right we just gotta try it you know just one just one piece one piece of broccoli one piece of you know just try it just eat it well now she eats that stuff without even asking her to eat it. She automatically does it. She she takes it already. So it's like, okay, well, one's gonna turn to two. <laughs> you know, it's like he, we did we did give her uh a little bit more leeway when she was younger. Um like, okay, well, you know, if, if you really don't like this, you know, then you can try this or you know, I'll make you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or something like that um but at this point now it's like the the other ones kind of got the the message <laughs> so so they're uh they're they're a bit better so that's like that's kind of too why the the deck is stacked against kids and eating healthy um with the sugar and i i think what that goes into is that your body starts to crave mm-hmm. you know what it needs so as I understand it, and uh, people might not know this, but I'm not a doctor. Mm-hmm. But so if you, <laughs> when you eat sugar, really? it uh, it gets into your bloodstream. It spikes your blood sugar. You feel great. Your body releases insulin because it's saying, holy shit, the blood sugar is going up. Your blood sugar drops. And now you are below baseline. And your like body's shit. saying, oh, I feel like shit. So uh-huh. what do you need? You need another hit of sugar. And that roller coaster keeps going, which inevitably leads to insulin insensitivity, which has another uh, million issues. So, like, uh, what I notice is once we cut out the, the breads and stuff, the first week I wanted fucking bread so bad. I wanted to just, like, hammer some some waffles and bagels. And then I kind of don't crave that yeah. anymore. Now I, I really, I still really want bacon, which I've been eating a lot of. Yeah. And uh, but I think my body's kind of kind of reconfigured what mm-hmm. it wants and what it runs on. So I, I don't know. That I would say I'm I'm eating paleo, but uh, I'm eating real foods. Mm-hmm. I'm not eating any breads. I'm not eating any dairy. No cheese. Um, so I guess you could say it's paleo. Well, but see, but you make your own bread. Make a sourdough bread, and you can have bread. Mm. It's not bad for you. Go to it. Just cut out go the to sugar. Sprouted. I guess. I guess you could, but sure you could. I've actually fallen in love with Ezekiel bread. I haven't had Ezekiel bread. It's delicious. I still think you're you're dealing with a lot of a lot of dense carbohydrates that will ultimately convert into sugar in your bloodstream. 
And I have to say that since being on this natural paleo thing, I haven't done anything different working out. And before I started out, I would walk around between 188 and 192, depending on how many beers I had during the podcast. Right. And now I'm walking around between 173 and 175 without working out significantly more. Nothing's changed except for my diet. Mm-hmm. So I think... I'm just going to go over here and eat this bread that I brought you. Yeah, I won't eat to that. To have with the shrimp. Nope, my body is a temple now. <laughs> <laughs> Make your own bread. I'll give you some sourdough. <laughs> yeah, it's still very dense in carbohydrates, though. Yeah, but that's not bad bitch. for you. It is, because carbohydrates in your body convert. They're exactly like sugar once they convert in your body. Yeah, but <laughs> there's no, not much sugar in the bread. You're but, not going to convert. But e- there's a lot of carbohydrates in the wheat. And yeah. I don't, I don't think wheat is natural, or that we should eat it. Well, you don't think wheat is natural. Well, it's it grows, but we weren't make your to own eat flour. It. Make your own flour. Make your own flour. You can buy. Uh, We're fucking Millers. Chicken. God damn it! Our last name is Miller. You better make your own flour. You can, you can buy one who crushes or grinds. Un, you can buy all the flowers. like periwinkles. <coughs> now Pat's really loving himself on the switcher, huh? Um, well, because oh, Jim, Jim criticized me for not switching to myself. <laughs> hey, the whole last podcast, you didn't you didn't switch over. People don't tune in to see my ugly mug. You know what? They're here for they tune in for your there. ugly mug. They do. <laughs> Apparently not. Apparently not. Don't you want to be the healthiest people in the country? What? No. Wisconsin farmers. They're the healthiest people in the country. What kind of science are you backing that this up? This was in like 1983. <laughs> no, this is, this, is, this is still now. With bacon and eggs in the morning? Bacon and eggs in the morning. Homemade biscuits. But they're up at 4 o'clock margarine. in the friggin' morning. No margarine. <laughs> that's, well, that's another beautiful lie by yeah, yeah. people oh, yeah. pushing the, money. They finally, they finally, it wasn't too long ago that they... Uh, Took that one back. They're like, oh, yeah, uh, by the way, margarine's basically plastic. Yeah. Right. It's causing cancer. And, <laughs> by the way, trans fats are legal in yeah. the next couple of years. You can't yeah. use them. But, and this is what I keep going back to and what, what makes me crazy. But we meant well. Back in, back in the <laughs> 80s, if you were trying to do the right thing, you gave your family margarine instead of butter because saturated fats yep. are the devil. Right. It's going to give you heart yeah, disease. Cholesterol was terrible. Yeah, so and you're trying to do the right terrible. thing, and these scumbags yeah. trying to make money are selling you a line of bullshit yeah, that right. is making you unhealthy. One, one egg per week. Fucking hey, man. It's oh just it, money's the root of all evil, and you can chase it back to every problem. Sure. Yeah. That you can. You can. Crazy. That and power. Power. And weight money cutting. Money and power. And weight and cutting. Weight cutting. <laughs> Those are the three Well, weight cutting goes back evils. to money. It does. You're absolutely right. Weight cutting goes back to money. It's Why just is that? Is. How Why? does weight cutting go back to money? What do you mean? How does it go back to money? All right, well, if I cut a little more weight, I could make more money. Because no. if the UFC gets rid of, rid of championship would make belts, you a hell of a lot more money than cutting weight. Nope. Listen, there's certain things that I won't do. And we haven't that. found those things yet, but <laughs> we're pretty sure they're out there. <laughs> <laughs> They usually don't involve <laughs> three dudes in a lounge at the gym, but uh, <laughs> nothing nothing involves that. Uh, that I what, I don't even know what I was gonna say. <laughs> um, no, it comes back to money. 
cut more weight with the opportunity to win. Oh, well, if I drop to lower weight, Cass, I could, I could potentially be champion, which means I'm going to make more money. Well, Ooh, well not really. Well, bingo, bongo, bongo. No. Uh, am I going to make more? Been, if I'm champion, cut, if I'm champion you 45. You no weight and worked harder and be champion, too. Yeah, okay. All right, Dad. <laughs> oh, because you're going to tell me you worked as hard as you possibly yeah, could. Well, okay. Yeah. 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 Don't believe you. Mm -hmm. Of course you don't. So I am – I feel like I have a pretty good baseline on nutrition right now, and I'm happy with where that's going. But I'm a little bit jealous of you that you get to train with guys like Martin Rooney and mm -hmm. people are kind of – you know, getting behind what your workout program is. And I've been experimenting with a bunch of different stuff, and uh, there's a pretty d big debate on long, slow cardio or sprinting. Right? There, Well, there's – there's. it's funny because there's not much – Martin did a uh, – he did, like, an article. I forget who it was for. I think it was, like, Teenation.com or something like that he used to write for on sprinting versus – it was like the whole uh, marathon versus, uh, uh, oh, what the heck is his name? Uh, the steel driving man, Henry, John Henry, right? Um, I don't know who John You don't Henry know? Is. You should yeah. know. Yeah, John Henry. Um, and, like, people lost their fucking minds on it. Because the only reason that, like, marathons uh, came about are because some fucking like prince or some shit you know heard the story and uh of you know the story of marathon the guy running 26.2 miles and which was not actually 26.2 miles when you measure the original distance it was like 270 or something yeah well, that sounds like fun <laughs> fun fact yeah <laughs> um so like we if you look at if you look at the best sprinters in the world and you look at the best marathoners in the world who do you want to look like like that's <laughs> that's that's one of the questions who do you want to look like who do you want to perform like to do with anything? who looks like more of an athlete who looks like more of an athlete the sprinter Doesn't make any every sprinter. time every why time why would you want to look like that Every what do you mean? Why because would you you're talking. Me? This all came about hundred thousand years ago. Well, when I used to have to outrun something to stay alive, yeah, I could yeah. run as fast as I could for friggin' two hundred yards, but I still got caught and I got eight. No, so you wanted to be a marathon run runner no. because that's how you survive. No, it's not how you survive. Sure it is. No, it's not how you survive. Sure the fuck no, it is. No, it's not how you survive, <laughs> Dad. That that's actually. Not how you survived. Like, we used to walk down prey. I'm talking about running away from prey. You would never walk you, down a whole hell of a lot. You never, prey. You never jogged. You didn't jog. You didn't jog monthly. away from a fucking saber toothed tiger. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't trot your way. That was a sprint. That was a sprint to a there tree. Is a grizzly bear that was a sprint you. You to a sprinting. tree. We were able to stand upright so we could see over the grass, so you could see the threat coming. 
and then you would sprint to the tree. And or climb you would the tree? <laughs> yes, yeah. and climb the tree. The human shoulder is like, or the 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 shoulder of the great apes and the and shit like that is the most amazing thing. The most. I still want to see Shorty fight a. You want to see Shorty fight a <laughs> fight a gorilla? Shorty would get destroyed and ripped in pieces by a gorilla. All right. A, he'd get ripped in pieces by a fifty-pound chimpanzee. No shit, he would. No <laughs> shit, he would. But still. Spread you don't you don't engage the glutes like you you've got I mean you don't have them but on most people you've had you have these glutes these huge <laughs> oh, muscles the largest muscles oh, you don't so you have to tell him that too I got a yeah he's got no ass. no ass he's got no ass he's like a he's like Jeff Foxworthy says like a frog stood up pulled <laughs> on his pants <laughs> uh, <laughs> you you don't engage your glutes by jogging or trotting. Or walking. The only way that the largest muscle in your leg that propels you forward engages is by sprinting. Like that's well, hey, that's pretty good. Because I was a pretty fast runner for a frog ass. <laughs> fuck you were, yeah. Because you got <laughs> like a I was thirty-eight <laughs> inch inseam. All right. So I think then you know you have a point, but I think the answer is to do both. Right, there's oh, still okay. benefit. You can, you to can do we endurance. About <laughs> frog <sprinting>. you, can, <laughs> you can do like Sprinting there. You can marathoning. You can sprint like full blown. Like, and the problem. One of the problems is 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 that most people. Excuse me. Most people. Sorry about that. Uh, actually, don't know what a sprint is. They don't understand it. Even. Even people that train on, the, even fighters, people that I've trained with over the years, don't know what it is to to go one hundred percent, one hundred percent, not ninety percent, not ninety five percent, one hundred percent. Because if Usain Bolt, the greatest sprinter in the world, could sprint for two minutes, he could run a mile. In two minutes. But he can't. He can do it really fucking fast for 100 meters and for 200 meters. At about 400 meters, eh, he's not as good as as some of the other guys. So what are you saying? That a sprint is – how do people not understand what a sprint is? Because they don't know what it – because your your body and your mind actually hold you back. Like you're (laughs) – you don't want to sprint like the it, your body doesn't want to because it's one of those things that it's fucking it's life or death. So how that. did you unlock the secret of sprinting? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> how do you know? Stop that you being did a sprint? bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's my problem. No, I don't know. Like that's one of those things. Like when when. Um, when well, Dan, hold on here a second. You, oh, well, you've, sprinted, a second. you've sprinted 100%? Yes. And what the hell are you doing here walking around? If your body gave 100%, you'd be dead. No. Sure it would. No. If for, you spend 100% certain, of your fucking energy, for, you ain't no, here. No. For, <laughs> 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 for, 
Hard to argue with that counter <laughs> argument right yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can't like. Uh, well, no shit. Obviously, well, if you gave every ounce of energy that you had, right, then you die. Um, but what I'm saying is that like there is there's something that holds us back from from yeah, going survival. as hard as yes survival but also a fear of pain fear of discomfort because you know what it fucking sucks it sucks because you can do a fucking uh, a two minute workout two minutes and if you go as hard as you can there's a there's a test I it's the uh, oh shit the 150 meter test or something like that it is the worst thing devised on the planet earth I'd like to know more. It 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 basically it's just a uh, a a shuttle run. That's all it really is. But it's three segments of like a I forget how many how many meters it is. 40 meter, 30 meter, something like that. Um and the what it does is I think the I think the Finnish um like Olympic coaches or something like that devised it. Um it tests your your you have three different types uh, of energy in your body. You've got uh, like an adrenaline response, you've got an anaerobic response, and you've got an aerobic response. Um, so it like it pushes each of those. And what you're supposed to do is be able to do this. And it's like you know, if you can keep each of your shuttles w- within uh, around the same same time, only going up by a second or two. You're you're in very good shape. Um, you only get like ten seconds off or something like that in between. It sounds like a long time, but when it's like down back down back to you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and you're trying to run at you know at a good speed, um, it's fucking hell. It is absolute fucking hell. And so, I, the only thing I would say from personal experience is I've. You know, I, I swam competitively in college, and I was in pretty good shape. And then uh, I, I've never been physically strong weightlifting, but I did get into powerlifting a little bit. I don't think you call it power because I didn't really lift anything heavy. But uh, I felt like dog shit when I was lifting heavy. I was yeah. eating shitty too, um, but I really did, I didn't feel good walking around. But I did run a marathon, and I have never felt so good on a day-to-day basis as when I was in marathon shape. Mm. I ran it not not amazingly fast. It was like 340. I beat Oprah, which is all that really matters That's in true. my book. That's true. She's a billionaire. Yeah, she is. But uh, <laughs> it was, <laughs> you know, I, I felt fucking fantastic. And uh, I think the only thing that kind of compares to that is, uh, is jiu-jitsu. I feel pretty damn good walking around, as you know, as long as nothing's tweaked. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I haven't done enough sprinting mm-hmm. to know how that feels walking around this, like, overall health. Excuse me. Um, I mean, it's like you can definitely feel good, and you can have you can have benefits from it. But again, you don't. Your body doesn't thrive as much in a like the, those long uh, those long duration low uh, low heart rate type exercises. 
as because like guys like Hussein Bolt and those other fucking sprinters, they're not they're not fucking they're not lifting upper body and shit like that. But look at them. Their fucking muscles are developed. They're strong. Their upper bodies are strong by sprinting just with their legs. I don't I think they probably do a little bit of lifting uh, on the no, upper body. Not not as You're a swimmer, would you do that extreme cold water swimming? Extreme cold water swimming? Like yeah. 30 degrees? Like 32? Like I was actually I was reading a pretty interesting article about um, well, those there's that's got to be the most extreme sport there is. I agree, and it, they because say it has they a lot to die. do with breathing. They pretty much every time they pull them out of the water, if you make it the, you know, they swim in the friggin', they cut a hole in the friggin', you know, it's over in a lot of Russia mm-hmm. and Sweden. I mean, they cut a hole in the ice, then you jump in there and you swim for forty-five minutes. Yeah. Well, the hypothermia, and when they bring them out, the people go on the table, and their heart pretty much shuts down that they're they're like that close to death. They're right there. Every friggin' time. And then they get revived, and that's what they say. It's the adrenaline rush when you come back mm-hmm. is what makes them do it because they're like, you know, to be that you're laying on the table and your body is shutting the fuck down and you know you're dying <laughs> – and they have to bring you back, and they're like, and then the adrenaline rush when you come back is like, it's the fucking best thing ever. But it's like, why the fuck would you want to do yeah, that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. I might be in for it. I think I we know. we as humans have gotten too used to being comfortable, and I think we need to be uncomfortable, and I think you have to push yourself. And, you know, every time I do – anything like i'm i'm training to be ian in a triathlon and so i was riding uh <laughs> i always be ian in triathlons by the way he right. will never beat me in a triathlon i will die before ian beats ian me Wendell. ian he will never beat me in a triathlon so i'm training i'm in triathlon training right now so i ride a bike in the basement sometimes right. and uh i like focus on how uncomfortable it makes me and then like turn that into some weird like positive like, we're not supposed to be comfortable all the time. We should be able to deal with pain, and sure. I should be able to make myself super uncomfortable for an hour and deal with it and, like, learn to love it and, like, want to be more uncomfortable, push myself to be more uncomfortable. And then when I'm done, I'm like, fuck yeah, I was just super uncomfortable for an hour. <laughs> so I think that that long-distance cold water swimming, I would get into it and be like, hell yeah, this is going to really suck. And, like, get in that mindset and get in that cold water and love it and get out and be like, yeah, I fucking did it. Fuck doing that again. Yeah. God damn that. <laughs> well, they do it all. I mean, that's the thing. The guys that are, you know, they they want to make it an Olympic sport. And it's just like, it's it's freaking crazy. That's I mean, tough. I saw it. Yeah, I saw it on, how do you I make, don't know, like two. How do you make couple swimming under ago. the ice Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> an Olympic sport? Yeah, it was two or three months ago that I saw it on, I don't know what channel it was, History or one of them. But it was just like, that's fucking crazy. That's crazy because they got to put them on, you know, and bring their core up because their core is down to fucking like 85 fucking degrees. It's like, holy shit. That's, you know, that's you, you go down another two degrees, you're fucking dead. Yeah. And they, they, you know, that's to finish. A lot of them don't finish, mm-hmm. you know, that they got to pull them out of the water beforehand. But the, the people who finish it, it's like, that's fucking crazy. Where they're at mentally is like impressive. Oh, yeah. I mean, 
just to be able, I mean, to fight that cold yeah. and keep swimming. Just fight every instinct in right. your body and right. go right just through it. it. You just, yeah, that that's fucking intense. <laughs> Speaking of that, I don't have all the details, um, but I saw something on David Blaine, like fighting the cold, how he held his breath for like 20 minutes or something like that. That's impressive. Yeah, what do you think of that? Was it magic or? Is it <laughs> well, I was magic actually or fast clock. You can. There's guys that can slow their heart rate down. So yeah. once you like get into that state and you can get yourself down to like 30 beats per minute, you use significantly less air. Yeah, there's but you like still a. Still can't hold your breath for 20. No, minutes. you can. And I saw a. Uh, there's like a. It's like a whole sport. And uh, the guy that holds the record, it was like 26 minutes. He did it in a pool. They filmed him the whole time, and he went uh, underwater for. 26 minutes in a pool and popped up and I, we, we should google it you google it i'm gonna google it longest breath holding but <laughs> it's uh it's absolutely possible don't put in longest <laughs> <laughs> yeah in uh 2012 german free minutes. diver tom cetus held his breath underwater for 22 minutes and 22 seconds it's fucking wild well, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, free divers hold it for but 26 minutes. What? No, somebody did it 26 minutes. I didn't say 26. I said 26. I might have said 26, but yeah. it was yeah. it was over 20. I remember thinking that it would be a whole Saved by the Bell <laughs> yeah, fuck, episode if you took you. out the commercials. Fuck you, Pat. It, that would be. Yeah. Yep. That's impressive, man, if you think about like all the shit that Zach could have gotten <laughs> into and Screech oh, was Zach. doing. <laughs> oh, Zach. <laughs> AC Slater. You remember the time that Zach got in a fight with AC Slater? Yeah, that didn't. Go and like well. it, Zach actually did well. Like AC Slater was the king of I the fucking fireman's parry. AC Slater tossed his shit, if I remember correctly. He kind of did a little bit, but Zach actually held his ground. Mm. He held his ground, and that is bullshit. That is bullshit. Fuck you, Hollywood. Fuck you, Bayside. And fuck you, Mario Lopez, for letting the lie be perpetrated. Seriously, should have tossed him on his dome. Think about that. Come on, Mario. I thought I thought you were better than this AC Slater. Uh, <laughs> How long did Houdini hold his breath? Uh, forever, because he died. Yeah. <laughs> Science. <laughs> well, not forever, but however long it's been since he died. <laughs> From getting punched in the stomach, apparently. All right. That's all we got for you tonight. Thank you for tuning in to the Hands Out Podcast. Catch us again next time. Thank you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.